This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. We're here today on the Humerian Health Podcast with me, Amy Baker, and Dr. Sean Benzinger, and we are joined today by a very special guest uh, named Larry Kay, and he is uh, part of the Positively Wolf movement, among <laughs> other things. I I had to practice that because that's kind of a mouthful for me. But welcome, Larry, and thank you for joining us on the show today. Hey, thank you very much, Amy. Thank you, Dr. Benzinger, Sean. I appreciate it. Hey, um, so we love the stories of how somebody gets yes. somewhere and the whole idea. Now, you could have been, you know, born with a puppy next to you. You don't know. <laughs> Um, but you are heavily involved, very popular. People love you, and you're doing some remarkable. I think that the, what we were excited about is you're doing the real work. You really are, care about the uh, dog industry. You uh, bring things that are not even just about you. You really care. So uh, trying to find out how you got there, uh, we know that this has got some real um, – um, uh, moral and ethical values to it. So please tell us how you got involved. Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate uh, your saying how I've been fortunate enough to be able to serve because that is really what I'm about here is I'm in a chapter in my life, in my career, where I can give back and make a difference. And uh, the Positively Wolf platform has become so successful with its now two-plus million Facebook fans and lots more to come in some very cool new directions that I feel it's my nature to serve, and so I feel a responsibility to serve. Um, One area that I can serve is as a filmmaker and as a mentor to other folks and to help really get the word out and working, you know, with other advocates and brands to really make a difference. Um, you know, you asked about how I got started. Um, I'm a media guy. Oh, and uh, yeah, I uh, my my whole career has been about writing and producing and being a strategist on a variety of media platforms. So, in this, in addition to the internet. It's been television and film and the music industry. I've written TV cartoons for the Pink Panther, was trained at Hanna-Barbera. My favorite. What? Yay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Pretty kind of like dogs, huh? (laughs) Yeah. That's great. I've written for the Muppets, uh, done a lot of projects with Disney, and worked with them as a creative strategist. Wait, I want to know who your favorite Muppet is. Who's your favorite Muppet? Uh, Kermit. Kermit. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I, lo- I love asking people, it, who would your alter ego be as an animated character or as a cartoon character or something like nice. that? And, and I and I pick Kermit. And oh, he's okay. my alter ego. Cool. Yeah, he's, he's the leader of controlled chaos. <laughs> he has a good heart. And um, and it can sing on key on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is excellent. Well, being that you're only 29 and this is your second uh, <laughs> rodeo here, um, there you go. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe Groucho. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, Groucho. 
That's a Marx Brothers. I think that's I a different know. thing. I know. I was trying to go out of out of character. Um, but I'm well to, sorry, I totally derailed the conversation. You said Muppet, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, Muppets. What? That's okay. right. Yeah, that that's it. It's okay, like a, so like a dog with a new squeaky. How'd toy. you get there? Okay, we we stopped you there, but how else did you get there? Other right. than that, you well, are already in the industry, but not dog industry. Right. So, given my background in children's media. I, it was time for me to find an enterprise with my own platform that I could begin doing something on. And so I did some research, the kind of strategic research I used to do for Disney, and I did it for myself and found uh, more than 10 years ago that there was this thing called the pet industry. Mm-hmm. And that it was growing to, at that point, a very robust $25 billion industry, and you may laugh at that because now how many, 13 years later, it's now more than double that. It's oh, over yeah. $60 billion. And at the time, it was growing at 15% a year, and so then I researched kids and pets, and there was a big intersection of families that had pets and the need to create uh, uh, dog safety materials and dog care materials for children. So I, as first as just a business value proposition, I was able to put together a DVD for young children called Positive, excuse me, Positively Whoop is what I do now. It's <laughs> called Animal Wow. Oh, and um, what a neat name. Yeah, it was a lot of fun and uh, worked with some Muppet performers. We had uh, some fantastic puppetry and got to work for some real top talent there. Uh, the late Fred Travelina was in the show. If you remember him, he was a terrific uh, impressionist, mm-hmm. uh, voice impressionist from the 1970s. And he played the role of Super Vet. And, um, nice. Uh, we combined it with animation and songs and comedy and, you know, all this kind of thing for little kids because the idea would be that they would watch it over and over and over again. And through that repetition, they would then learn the safety and the care tips and all that sort of thing. And it worked. It worked really well for those kids who did watch it over and over again. Um, it won a bunch of awards and was distributed into PetSmart. And unfortunately, though, it sold very few copies. Oh. What we learned is, yeah, we, we learned that people don't go into pet stores to buy things for humans. So, <laughs> Good point. Okay. That, Good yes. point. In hindsight, that makes um, a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, the, the landscape is a lot different now than it was then. Um, but what happened during that time, you guys, is I fell in love. I got bit really hard by the dog bug. I just <laughs> fell in love with dogs. And um, it's like, boy, I want to do more of this. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, even though the first project didn't do well financially, it did well uh, creatively. Mm-hmm. And I was able to open some more doors and the next big project that came along was uh, I ended up writing a book on dog training with President Obama's dog trainer. How oh, funny. Well, what was it called? Do we know? Yeah, it, it, yep. It's called Training the Best 
dog ever. (laughs) And um, uh, it became Amazon's number one best-selling dog training book. But that only happened many years later. Um, Once my social media platform developed, I was then able to promote my books and it really helped them sell. So my publisher, Workman Publishing, uh, came to me and they said, this is rare that a book will sell more in the second year and then more again in the third year, the fourth year, the fifth each year, year over year, it sold more and more because my social media platform you know, was growing and things caught fire. That's great. So why did why did your social media? I mean, how did why did it go boom? I mean, <laughs> well, um, I think it I went had, wolf. I had a background <laughs> in social media. I, I for Disney, uh, okay. I was a senior product manager and senior producer for the Walt Disney Internet Group. Oh my gosh! So it yeah, it gave Larry, me a you're a big cheese, me. buddy. You're a big cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice, very cool. Well, so how? Yeah, did, how, how... In, insert rat joke here about being a big cheese. Nice. So how then did so, you get from that to Positively Wolf then? Was Positively Wolf your social media platform or did that come later. after the book? Good, yeah, you know, it's a really interesting question. I, um, I started using it, it as my sign-off in, uh, in emails to people, oh. Positively Wolf, because nice. at the point hmm. it was like, you know, I'd written a book on dogs, on positive reinforcement dog training, and it just felt like, you know, the right kind of sign off and and so when it came time to brand myself it's like oh, heck can it fits <laughs> so positively woof or as uh, we abbreviate it uh p woof you know when i when i want to go you know do my hip-hop style <laughs> so uh uh yeah so we call p woof and uh uh and p can be for positively or lots of things Yes, it can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, oh, that's great. Uh, so, two million still a huge number, Larry. I mean, true. I mean, you true. didn't pay them, so <laughs> how'd, how'd you how'd you get them attracted? It sounds like your messaging really must be sinking with a real need. Well, um, it, I, I, you know, I will say that in addition to the hard work and understanding about how social media works and what it means to create community. I mean, all of which was in my background. Um, I did also have luck and great timing. (laughs) So, uh, you know, the the question is, is could I replicate that success now, given the algorithm changes, you know, on Facebook and I would be doing things uh, differently. You know, if I were to, build from the ground up a Facebook page today. Today, A lot of the stuff, I would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But the investment that I would be making, I would, be, I would invest a lot more dollars than I did uh, then. Um, and, uh, and I would uh, do some additional things, particularly in the area of video. And uh, the reason I 
hesitate there is because we're right now in the planning stages for some really cool stuff on video, which I'm very excited about because it takes me back to my roots, which is about filmmaking. Well, sure. Oh, makes sense. And, and, and I'm sure that's right in your wheelhouse, right? Yeah. I was looking for the term yeah, wheelhouse, love right? It. Love it. Yeah. So yeah, that is. Yeah, the wheelhouse to the doghouse. Oh, nice. So we kind of jumped right in and started the discussion, and I realized that maybe many people that are listening to this podcast know what Positively Wolf is about and what you do. But for those folks who don't, Don't. can you share a little bit more about kind of what your mission is and what you've been accomplishing? Thank you. I, uh, I love my mission, and it's really about what I call ARF, A-R-F. A is for advocacy, and that's supporting those pieces that I believe in. Uh, For example, positive reinforcement dog training, shelter dog adoption, um, uh, working to uh, reverse the the miseducation about bully breeds. So it's about advocacy. And, and, you know, in addition to that, it's real simple, just, you know, your basic caring for your pet, you know, health, nutrition, that kind of thing. So A is for advocacy. R in ARF is for readiness. And that's where training really comes in. That's what readiness is all about. It's about training and diving deep into being ready. And F is for fun. And uh, that's that's me in a nutshell. I mean, that's that's Kermit the Frog right there. That makes sense. So, I can see uh, Kermit at Wolf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Sure. So, so uh, positively, Wolf's motto is celebrating our bond. Celebrate our bond. And uh, any which way that I can support the healthy bond between us and our loved pets whether it's dogs or cats or or other pets, uh, that's what we're about because I believe we're all made stronger when we do celebrate our, mm, celebrate our bond with our animals. Yeah. Um, Gandhi said, I'm going to botch the quote, so I won't even try, but you can measure the health of a society by how it treats its animals. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's an opportunity for us to really contribute to our people-to-people relationships as we celebrate our bond with animals. That makes yeah, sense. It absolutely. really does. I mean, it's a, you know, I I don't ever remember that quote, but that makes all sense. Mm-hmm. No wonder they can't do anything to cows. I mean, that's <laughs> that all makes sense. There you go. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, okay, shelter dogs. That it seems like shelter dogs. That must have taken your heart somewhere. Yeah, it really has. Um, I, you know, as I be, as I learned through that very first project, what was going on in shelters, I had no real awareness mm. of the overpopulation situation, right. and stay and neuter issues, and that sort of thing. Before I, you know, got into this, and the deeper I got into this, and I, the more I realized, it's like these. Shelter dogs were considered by many people uh, as less than. Yeah. Um, and it's not the true truth. That's you know that's that's an unfortunate myth. Uh, 
So I saw it as my part of my mission is to get the truth out there and to show that shelter dogs are super cool and wonderful pets. And um, one of the things I love to do is to take a perceived liability and flip it around. How is that a hidden asset? So the perceived liability in this case is that shelter animals are somehow less than. Well, what if we flip that around? And with just a little inventiveness, what if we say they're actually more than? What if? Let's just try it on. What if inside of every shelter animal, there's a movie star? (laughs) <laughs> that has not yet been discovered. Okay. Well, so I started researching that. And and one of the things I found out is that three quarters of all film and TV animals were rescued, were adopted, were in <laughs> oh, shelters. Nice. And um, I'm now working on a really exciting project with Chris Parandi, who is the Michael Jordan of dog tricks and dog stunts. Hmm. Oh. You can look up, yeah, look him up, uh, Stunt Dog Productions, okay. Chris Perandi. Cool. And he does more than a thousand shows across the country every year. Every dog in his troop is a former shelter dog or rescued dog. Wonderful. That's cool. And it's just amazing. And that has been his mission now. He's coming up on 20 years. Wow. So Chris and I are now working on some really exciting stuff that'll start uh, rolling out later this year. And we're, we're doing some really innovative media projects together. That makes sense. It's like so, you two are minted brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I think there is some truth that inside of every shelter dog, there was a movie star who hasn't yet been discovered. So from that, I began making films with shelter dogs, and it's how I met my dog, Spider. Oh, he just looked up here. He's he's sitting right here. He's now, oh, somewhere between four and I don't know how many years old, Uh, but he's an Australian cattle dog. They named him Spider at the shelter at Pet Orphans of Southern California, where I make a lot of films and learn a lot and and train dogs and all that sort of thing, have a lot of fun there. And um, uh, I met my future dog, Spider, on one of my film sets. The way it would work is it's like, okay, we're doing these films today. Who you got? And they would bring out the dogs and it's like, oh, who's that dog? And so uh, Spider appeared in our 4th of July film. we, I think it's three years ago now, July 4th. Wow. And um, uh, he was still in the shelter uh, about five, six weeks later. And I, you know, kept working with him and training him and walking him as I did with a bunch of other dogs. And oh, we just really bonded. And uh, I just, I, I told Pet Orphans, I said, if he's still available, you know, in another week, I'm taking him home. <laughs> and sure That's enough, great. he was. So, uh, so he's my dog here, and his hmm. what he's taught me is uh, humility. 
<laughs> um, very smart dog, above my pay grade. <laughs> and um, I have, uh, from that, really you know, had to become a much better trainer myself. And the magic is, once I've become a better trainer, we're now doing dog tricks together. Um, Spider and I have been working with Chris Parandi, and Chris has taught me how to teach certain tricks. And, you know, we can now ride a skateboard and do a little jump rope and push a shopping cart. And, that's cool. Um, wow, that's really you know, great. Ba- balance on a ball, and, you know, we can do some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, because I, I couldn't do any of that, so I'm not going to let you train me. Well, it's it's so. funny. I I volunteer I volunteer with a greyhound well, rescue. You to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Amy. Oh, I was just going to say I volunteer for a greyhound rescue, and when we have people wow. who foster dogs that come off the track and then mm-hmm. end up adopting them, we call them foster fails. And I think what you have is a yeah. film fail because <laughs> oh, you started to film him. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway. if you don't mind, I, I, I'm really curious about that term, foster fail, because I, I don't really get why we call it a failure. I know our intent is to have somebody else adopt it, and right. so we've failed in that goal, but I, 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 I resist that term, and maybe you can educate me otherwise, but I resist the, the term fail. Because I don't want to put that on a dog. I don't oh, want to put that. We on put an that animal. on the humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the humans, the humans and the humans failure. Are the fail- yeah, not you, the dogs. You think you're going to go into it and you're going to foster, and you end up being a forever home. <laughs> right. I mean, think about Amen. it. Think about it, Larry. I mean, Spider, you kept Spider kept seeing you, and he's telling you you're going to be making films about yeah. dogs, buddy. I just got to get you to yeah. rem- figure yeah. it out, and that's you know finally got you convinced and see what's happened. I mean, everything's changed because of Spider. True. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> amen. Really, he changed my life. Well, it sounds like it. it sounds like you. You know, here's what we love when we're doing these interviews: is hearing someone love what they do. Yeah. It, it's it's spectacular. Now you mm-hmm. have two books. I'm sure that's the first. That that's just two books of your 46 books that you're going to be publishing in time. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about the two books that you do have and kind of what's coming up and and what you're going to be doing sure. and then when, when i when i'm out at blog pause we'll grab you for a few minutes and get some catch up and and see where we're at i would love that yeah well i, I did mention the first book training the best dog ever Got it. Yep. and uh i'm very proud to say that the association of professional dog trainers awarded it its first ever book wow. award wow and uh yeah was so spider in that the, one <laughs> no, no, that was okay. before That was pre spider. Uh, okay. There's there's a photo in the very last page of the book just before the index of of myself with uh my very first dog, Higgins, oh. a golden retriever. Wow, beautiful. And dogs. the photo's beautiful. taken with him at fifteen and a half years old, uh oh. lo- not long before he passed. And um Higgins changed my life. And uh, so that was, uh, and I co-dedicated that book to him. He really did mm. change my book, change my life, rather. Yeah. So yes, that so that book, Training the Best Dog Ever, won some nice awards. And at the Positively Wolf website, we offer some free downloads from the book, including checklists about you know helping you uh, train your dog and progress, you know, with keeping training logs, that sort of thing. Um, 
So, and that's at positivelywoke.com. Okay. And then my second book is titled Life's a Bark. <laughs> and, and now, and now my uh, email salutation is best barks. Nice. That makes so, sense. Uh, yeah, I like so that. Life's, yeah, Life's a Bark is uh, um, just a fun little coffee table book. You can read it in one setting or just pick it up and turn randomly to any pages. But any pages, what dogs teach us about life and love. Oh, yeah, that's cool. great. That is that's really great. You now, guys, Larry, do you, you guys know what that is? Oh, yeah. This oh, is yeah. this is yeah. yeah. I, I have a small Maltese that drives me crazy and 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 <laughs> who and happens makes to be my... who happens to be under the podcast table right now? <laughs> that's um, right. Observing oh. and monitoring oh, yeah. our progress today. Yeah, she had to come <laughs> to work with Dad this week, so she's like like the office dog now. And yeah. now I'm getting the you got to bring her back every yeah, week. Yeah. I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> Um, oh, very cool. But let me ask you something. Do you guys have special yeah. coffee out there? Because I don't know what you're drinking, but you come up with these remarkable ideas. I mean, I love <laughs> Life's a Bark, uh, Best Thank Barks. You. I mean, these are, they're, they're not just creative, but they're catchy, and they also have meaning behind them. And that's difficult mm. to do. So to me, it seems that you're kind of a master of that communication style and also relating, kind of somehow capturing what, your listeners and viewers are looking for. I mean, it just really sounds like an art form. Well, thank you, Sean. It's it's really interesting that you should mention that um, because now I'm working on a project about creativity and being in creative teams. Hmm. Oh, interesting. And it's really and it's really a book about create. Uh, not a book, but uh, uh, it's it's a it's a speech. Uh, about that, a, a keynote address or a breakout address that would be at conferences on being masterful in teams, especially creative teams. But the way I teach it is what I've learned from dogs to help uh-huh. me better be a better creator, to help me be a better team player. And you can imagine that there's so many lessons that we can learn from dogs to be better team members, better pack members. Mm, yeah. Sure. To understand how leadership works, to become better followers, and to play well with others. Dogs teach us about play. And in the world of creativity, play is very important. Mm-hmm. Of, of course. Yeah. Of course. Well, so it sounds that's, like that's in development right now. That's great. Well, and, and I saw there's there's something come out about cats. Yeah, we would be what's re- going on we would with be that? Remiss if Yeah, we before didn't we run out of time, we gotta hear. I about mean, the, honestly, the I like talking about cats. dogs, but I, we have cat lovers I, too. So. <laughs> yes, I work with the most amazing team, and uh, they've been with me for now two years or more. Some of them, all of them, have been with me for that long. So Robbie Hess who oh. is all things positively woof, said, can we start doing stuff about cats? <laughs> and I, I said, yeah, but I, other than loving cats, I don't know anything about cats. <laughs> and, it, well, it turns out she's like an expert. You know, she's yeah. a member of the Cat Writers Association. She's been blogging about cats for Good Lord, I think 10 years, and wow. she really knows cats. I think she has four cats. 
Sounds and, about right. And um, so, yeah, so we started up a cat page, and it's and we have a cat community now. It's called Crimeless Cat <laughs> because cats, and we picked crimeless cats because cats are mostly innocent. <laughs> nice. Mostly. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, so that's that's all Robbie has. She is just well, that's great, masterful, and great happy, addition. And all that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know Robbie. We know she's uh, way beyond sharp and intelligent and brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So that does not surprise us to hear that name and to hear you um, uh, talk about her that way. It, yeah, it does sure. make sense. Yeah. Well, like like all days when we get on podcasts, there's. There's never enough time. Not even close. <laughs> to talk, to, but actually, I love that. So there's you mentioned PositivelyWolf.com. Yeah. So there's obviously a website resource yeah. that folks can go to. Right. Um, and I will be honest, I've lost myself occasionally in that site and <laughs> looking at videos <laughs> How do I and get things. back to home? So definitely recommend people check that out. Um, and you know, love that you're continuing to expand this influence of how dogs um, yeah. really affect our lives. I love that, that idea of the leadership mm. keynote that you're describing. I mean, it just, like, it's endless. So yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, agreed. Thank you. Thank you. This has really been fun, and I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation with you guys. Uh, since, since you did mention the website, I, yeah. I will say that one of the cool things about the website is that there are more than 300 stories that have been contributed by our fans about how a shelter dog, a rescue dog, an adopted dog has made a difference in their life. That's fantastic. And That's why it, I got lost on the site then, because I was like, I kept reading and watching and reading. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you. Yeah. Yeah, we're 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 now looking for some resources to compiling, you know, those story stories yeah. into something that really can make a difference to to make a difference. And the other cool thing about the website, and I'll brag on Robbie Hess again, is that she has created this wonderful uh, pet holiday calendar. And uh, it's always fun to go in there to see what holiday is going on this week or this month. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Larry, thank you so much for being on the program. I, I, I'm telling you, um, and nothing excites our listeners more than hearing somebody creative mind uh, find something that it was looked at as a negative, turns it into a positive, and changes lives. Not only, as, as you know, uh, for every dog life you're changing, you're really changing a person's life on the other end that's going to benefit drastically. And that that is, uh, we're just excited to be able to promote positively wolf to our listeners so larry thank you so much thank for coming so up, much for coming this on. opportunity hope to have you back again yeah that would be great looking forward to that thank, thank you, you guys. thanks amy baker dr sean benzinger humarian health podcast spilling our guts for the well-being of yours that's right thanks for having the guts to listen to the humarian health podcast make sure you follow us on social media we're on facebook Instagram, and Twitter at Humarian Health. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. 